just a little bit here, out of John chapter 13. I've spoken in reference to this in the past, but I want to speak of it again, maybe with some other thoughts. We're living in an interesting time. The time we're living is a time that I want to say that if we're not careful, we can get, I believe, uh, sidetracked. We can get derailed. We can get ourselves uh, worked up. And I just want to read, starting with verse number 21 of the 13th chapter. Sister Marcia has talked about us knowing God. And I believe you'll know where I'm going with this when I get into this. In verse 21, when Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, truly, truly, or verily, verily, I say unto thee that none of you, excuse me, that one of you, that'd been good if it'd been none, but one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spake. Now there was one, or there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. He then laying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is he, or he it is, to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, that that thou doest, do quickly. Tonight, we're living in a moment that I think is exciting, but yet it's dismaying to a lot of us. As I look at this passage of Scripture, I think about what was taking place this particular evening. I'm thinking about the fact that this was different than any other time that Jesus had been with them in many ways. This was not the first time that Jesus had celebrated Passover with his disciples. This was not the first time that he'd had a meal. This was not the first time that he'd had fellowship with them. This is not the first time that maybe there was some tension or times that even we could relate to Peter and maybe relationship and conversation with the Lord. But as I look at this passage of Scripture, I think about where we're at right now. We're having a move of God in one aspect, but yet it seems as if we're having that of people that are not interested. People that are not really focusing on the things of God. And I'm talking about those that are believers. But I want to say something tonight. I want each one of us that are sitting here and that may be listening by social media now or later, I want us right now to inventory our own heart, our own life. And the older I get, sometimes I get frustrated. I'm just going to be honest with you. The Lord has to speak to me, and He's even speaking to me this evening. Because when I look back at this passage of Scripture, what really amazes me in the past, the way that I've looked at this passage of Scripture, especially verse number 23 and verse number 25, how that there was one disciple that was on the breast 
that always when he laid on the breast of Jesus, mm -hmm. he heard his heart beat. Yes, amen. We know the characteristics of Peter somewhat. Peter and John were two different individuals, mm -hmm. but God used them both. And not only that, God used them together a few times. Matter of fact, we even see this particular night later where both of them were together in the inner circle, James and John and Peter, and Jesus came back three times and found them asleep. So neither one of them was better than the other in that aspect. Couldn't tarry one hour. But I didn't come here tonight to belittle these two men. I came here tonight to use them as an example of where I believe that we may need to consider some things. First of all, I can see as Jesus began to share his heart that night, and I can't help but believe that Jesus would have shared what needed to be shared. But the personality of Peter, and I hate to admit it, but there's times that I think each and every one of us, we have characteristics like some of these disciples. Mm -hmm. There's times I think I'm a Peter, I open my mouth too soon. Yeah, Marsha's one of those. <laughs> Fess up, Marsha. I admit it. Amen. But you know, I want to be a John. I want to be one that I hear the, the heartbeat of my master. That's right. Amen. Amen. And you know, in the midst of all this that's going on, John's laying on the breast of Jesus and hearing his heartbeat. Poom, 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 poom. <laughs> Have you ever just had a noise that relaxed you? I mean, I know there's noises that can irritate you. I was in a place one time and these people had a, a freezer in the room. Me and Janice had to stay. And that compressor came on all night and off, on and off, on and off. It like to drove me bananas. I believe if I'd have known they had a frozen pizza in it, it'd have been better if I'd just got up and cooked the pizza and enjoyed the pizza and trying to enjoy the sleep. But at this moment, Peter in his characteristic, his characteristic was, I've got to find out what the Lord's saying here. I want to know. He says, John, ask the Lord who it is. Ask who it is. Well, finally, John does. And the Lord reveals something here. Now, my prayer is that none of us would even do what Peter did, deny the Lord three times. But never that we would betray the Lord as Judas did. But you know, if we're not careful, if we're not really listening to the voice of the Lord, we could get like Peter. Yep. If we're not careful, we can do exactly what happened with Judas, and that's a tragedy. Because yep. I want you to see something. Here they are at the Passover table. They're there to observe, and Jesus is beginning to give them some thought about what is going to take place this night. You fellas, I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a Passover tonight that you have never seen. That you've never seen. And as this night continued, we see what happens. Jesus reveals, there's going to be the one that I give the sop to. And you know, that's exactly all that Judas wanted was a morsel. Think about it. All he wanted was a morsel. And he wanted to go out and do whatever he needed to do. And Jesus even told him to go do what you must do. 
But you know, Jesus loved Judas. Even when Judas came and placed a kiss, Jesus embraced. Think about that. Think about that. I'm not here to make theological split of hairs tonight, but I believe that Jesus in that moment entertained a love for that man, even though he become his enemy. But I want to say tonight, in the midst of everything that's going on right now, let's don't get wrapped up in the music. We need worship music. Let's don't get wrapped up in arguments about theology. We need the word. Let's don't get wrapped up with what's going on at church, whether it's right or wrong. Because we need to get beyond just a little morsel that thinks that we think will get us by because it won't. Mm -hmm. Because if we're not careful, we're going to fall apart and we're going to be hanging from the wrong tree in a few hours. This may be different than anything I've ever shared Mm -hmm. before. But I believe in the world that we're living right now, we're seeing an outpouring of the Spirit of God. And Harry Wood needs to learn and be reminded that in the midst of all that, there's going to be struggles. In the midst of all that, there's going to be church politics. There's going to be issues. And there's people that are going to deliberately, and there's going to be people that doesn't mean to hurt you, that's going to hurt you. But I want to tell you, we need to realize that we have had the full course of a meal with our Lord. And he said we could make it. And listen, I want to turn to a passage of Scripture tonight in the book of Psalms. That's where I had planned on going if the Lord began to just deal with me with this. It's Psalms chapter 46 and verse number 10. This ought to be a place that we live. I'm not just going to read verse 10 because verse 10, I believe, just sets the course. He said, be still and know that I am God. That right there ought to just say, I've just got to stop. i got to quit worrying about what the pastor may have said that I didn't like. Or I've got to quit worrying about whether this movement in Kentucky is of God or whether it's not. i got to quit worrying about what somebody else said. i got to quit worrying about that somebody's hurt me. Get over it! Just get back to the breast. Get back to the breast. Get back to the heartbeat of Jesus. If I read nothing else tonight, if I said nothing else, if we could just do what God's word says, be still and know that I'm God. You know what that says right there? Just get somewhere and be quiet. Because you may hear more than the heartbeat. You may hear more than the heartbeat. But there's one thing for sure. If God can say, be still. If he can say, and he did, be still. And know that I am God. That right there says it all. We don't have to have God really reassure anything else. But you know what? Out of his goodness, he reassures even the psalmist. And he reassures us tonight even further. And really, he even talks about it before you get to verse 10. There's a few times in this passage of Scripture that the term or the terminology, 
the Lord of hosts. Look at verse 10 again before I go there. God says, I will be exalted among the heathen. Listen, Russia may be raging. China may be planning. North Korea may be crazy. America may be on the brim of a revival. America may be on the brim of just falling totally right out of society with any common sense. Now, I said a lot right there. We could run a lot of different ways. But I want to remind us, the Lord says, I will be exalted. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted among the nations is what he's even saying. I will be exalted. And I will be exalted in the earth. And then he says in verse number 11, God just gives us another reassurance that he's in control. But if we just go back to verse 10, <laughs> and we'll just hear those few words, be still and know that I am the Lord. Just be still and know that I am the Lord. And then verse number four, excuse me, verse number 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. You know what the psalmist is being told there? He said, you just be still. He said, you just be still. He said, you just bask. Listen to this. We can bask in the fact that everything may not be good. We can even be basking in the stillness and all of a sudden hear the crickets. And it messes up our stillness if we ain't careful. But God says here, be still. And he said, with that, you already know that I'm God. Yes. But God goes on. He reassures that not only he's our refuge, but he said, I'm with you. He said, if I need to, he said, I am the warrior. Yes. He said, don't lay there and strategize what you need to do. Just listen to my voice. And there's times God just reveals what we need to do. We begin to get a peace about it. We begin to get an acknowledgement from the Lord what we need to do about the matter because we're just being still and knowing that he's God. But even in the midst of all that, God is telling us if I need to be, I can rise up because the Lord of hosts is Jehovah Shabbat. And he is the one that is going to be our warrior and he's come to give us rest. He's come to give us rest. I want to challenge each one of us. I want to challenge each one of us to focus on spending time in the breast, in the arms, in the embrace. See, Judas missed that embrace even though he received it. He missed it. Think about that. He missed it. Peter missed it to some aspect because he was all wrapped about finding out who's going to do what. Nosy Peter. <laughs> and John got interrupted. But he didn't let that stop him. We can't let it stop us. There's going to be interruptions, and I hate interruptions. But sometimes even God can interrupt things. And it's for our benefit. Father, I just want to ask tonight that we've said something that would be beneficial from your word. I pray tonight that 
you will be glorified in our actions, our attitudes, our words, our desires, our walk. Lord, the way that we even handle this word, how we speak this word, that we will be challenged ourselves because, Lord, it's difficult to challenge anyone else. Lord, let us be challenged tonight to stand still. Lord, to stand still and know that you're God. Lord, let us bask in your presence. Lord, let our song be that of praise. Lord, let our lifted hands be that to exalt you. Lord, I pray tonight in the midst of our worship, Lord, in the midst of the worship that's going around the world tonight, Lord, movements that are beginning to break out, we pray for more of them, God. We pray for our churches, Lord, not to be wrapped up, Lord, in the affairs of all the cares, and there is things that we have to take care of, but God, I pray that we will be so saturated with the anointing of the Spirit of God that even in the midst of whatever is needing to be done, Lord, that we will just know the very presence of God and we will walk out, Lord, what your will is. Lord, we pray for pastors in our area, God. We pray for churches in our area. God, we pray for people tonight, Lord, that just need, Lord, to allow you to embrace them tonight. And Lord, we ask for a freshness of your embracement in our own heart. Lord, that we would allow you, Father, Almighty oh, God, by the anointing of the Spirit of God to be embraced tonight. Lord, we don't need an emotional breakout. We thank you, Lord, that we can feel. Lord, tonight we thank you that we can rise up, Lord, in faith tonight. Lord, we thank you tonight, dear Father, that we can acknowledge your presence, Lord. Lord, let us have a balance in the anointing. Let us have a balance in the Spirit of God. Lord, let us have a quickening of the Spirit of the living God in your word tonight in our hearts. Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you for your presence tonight. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.